welcome back to another podcast episode of Thoughts and Opinions Are Our Own. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kirk. And we are so happy that you are here. So welcome back. Hopefully we didn't scare you away from the first episode. And dot, dot, dot. Hopefully you're not offended again. So Kirk. Yes. How was your day today? Today was an interesting day. I didn't work, really. Because uh, you're, you're virtual now. Because the school where I work yeah. at is, it's going virtual. And uh, I was, you know, that whole transition. But uh, I spent some time with your mother, my wife, <laughs> Jerson. And, uh, Did you have a hot date? So, uh, no. Okay. Going to Honey Bay Ham, I, would, I wouldn't <laughs> say that was a date. But um, that's cute. And the though. other and the other errands we try to do. But it was you that's know cute. yeah you know you gotta you know keep it going there. Happy you life, know. happy wife. Happy, uh, amen, amen. Preach. Grandpa, Preach. grandpa told me that. My dad said that. So how was your day? Um, it was interesting. <laughs> with work or with? Yeah, with work. I think I mean I was just really tired and I didn't realize how tired I was until a few people commented that I wasn't mm. really talkative. Oh dear. And I was like, ooh, whoops. I'm like, okay. So they could tell something was Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I don't have to talk all the time. <laughs> well, that's interesting. That's interesting that, when right? people can pick up on, that oh, is... you're not your typical happy or talkative. And I will so. admit, like, physically I was there, but mentally, I mean, I was, like, thinking about, like, eight different things I yeah. had to do, and then I would go and do one, and, like, three people would pull me to do something else, and then I really yep. had to do 11 things. Yeah. And it was just, like, trying to, like, juggle everything, and then... Yes, it's true. Our internet wasn't really working. So, oh no! Yeah, really different. But anyway. Well, that would that would present a challenge then if the internet is it, it, it was really different. So I'm trying to recover. I'm trying to get victory. So, sure, get victory. Amen. I tried to take a nap. Didn't really work. But that's okay. I like naps. Naps are great. Who doesn't like naps? Naps are fantastic. They are. Sure. Speaking of naps. Yes. Jesus took a nap in the Bible on the boat. Okay, sure. He sure and did. That's I'm right. I'm feeling like we should talk Jesus. Let's let's okay. get a little spiritual. Okay. We did you see? Did you see that transition? I did. I did. Very that nice. Was really smooth. That's true. I hope they pick up on naps. That. Okay. So yeah, let's talk Jesus. Let's okay. Let's talk Christians. So you and I were both Christians. We are believers, in but Jesus. we're the cool Christians. <laughs> You know that scene from Mean Girls when Amy Adams is oh, like, yes. I'm a mom, and she goes, but I'm a cool mom? Yes. I feel like we're cool Christians. Okay, all right. So why don't we talk a little bit about our experience with God and Jesus and Christianity. Okay. Hopefully we don't offend anyone, because I would love to talk about Billy Graham. B I, Billy Graham, the, the preacher, preacher, the evangelist, okay. I was recently watching The Crown. Sure. Which is fantastic, by the way. Okay. Super good. Everyone should do it. The whole world and I, we're binge-watching it right now. So okay. And one of the episodes, I think it's season two, one of the episodes of The Crown is Queen Elizabeth yeah. finds out about Billy Graham because he's in like the height of his, I think it was like Crusades and Revivals. That Crusades, Revivals, sure. Yep. And she's really interested and the royal family is a little hesitant okay. as to why she's interested. Um, so she actually invites Billy Graham over and then okay. it shows that she, she and Billy Graham had like two, I think like one-on-one -on -one conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he spoke at one of, I think it was like Westminster Abbey or one of the churches. Sure. Um, so I, I thought that was pretty cool. And then I think he's also talked to presidents as well. Yes. Um, unfortunately he's dead now, but he died, I think two years ago, 2018. Um, he would, I mean, he lived a great life. I think he was almost a hundred. I think he was 99 oh my gosh. when he died. He was, um, 
based out of North Carolina. I think he was born and raised mm. there. And even the last two, you know, last three like years. Like Michael I mean, Jordan. Like Michael Jordan, my all-time okay. favorite athlete, okay. of course. And uh, and so, in fact, he was, I think the press or somebody dubbed him or, you know, nicknamed him the pastor to presidents. The pastor Ooh. to presidents. And obviously to queens and kings. Yeah. Somehow, somehow his personality, his style of preaching and teaching... Uh, the way he presented the Bible and Christianity mm-hmm. and God, Jesus, yeah. the gospel, salvation, how he presented it, it must have connected to a lot of different people mm-hmm. because he did get those invites, like you said, to royalty. Yeah, yeah. And I know he, you know, he preached to well over 150 probably different countries in his ministry. He, and this is, this is a, a fun fact. Uh, <laughs> he did those, those, those teachings, those preachings, those, um, those revivals that he had, those crusades. Like the tent revival. Kind of like the tent revivals okay. back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s when those were popular. There was a tent and people yeah, there were time, but, but I, there. And I think he would do that. He would set up a tent, whether it was in a park or, you know, as he became, you know, his, again, more and more people heard about him. Mm-hmm. He became popular and, or his message became popular. Then he would go into like arenas, like, you know, basketball or athletic arenas. Oh, and okay. So, so he started off small. Then he so he started big. off small and built up. In fact, again, fun fact, 1947. Okay was his first like official like Billy Graham like crusade and he did it in yes it's true Grand Rapids Michigan stop first time ever no. Billy Graham yep that's about what so he kicked off his tour two hours Michigan. away from here two hours away from here in Grand Rapids Michigan that's really cool interesting and is in, in 1947 and every year he did some kind of revival or a crusade from 1947 until 2005. Oh my god! Can you believe that? So sixty, almost fifty-eight. Dude, literally not taking a year off. So just kept going, and that's incredible. And I remember I, I I watched an interview with him, and um, again, as more and more people found out about him and, mm-hmm. and his message, uh, there were uh, presidents. Uh, he said in, in one interview I re- I watched, there were presidents, and then there were people. I think in Hollywood, they wanted to offer him some kind of either like a political position, maybe on their. Really? On their team, their cabin or whatever, or in Hollywood, some kind of like involvement with, you know, some kind of Hollywood, you know, That's producing, how, you know, movies or, or television. But he's, but he, here's the interesting thing though. Yeah. He said no to both, which is interesting because so I, he knew his, his lane. He, he stayed in his lane. He stayed in his lane. I know it's kind of a cliche, but, but no, it's, it's, but it's true good. because I think a lot of, sadly, a lot of preachers and teachers, when they appear, you know, mm-hmm. to have a lot of people listening to their, when they to, become famous. When they become famous, you know, especially now, you know, in, in 2020 or whatever, with followers, you know, oh, with sure, Instagram sure. or, yeah. the, you know, how many views and, you know, Twitter or YouTube, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think they think it's almost like they become a brand. And instead yeah. of instead of staying in your lane and doing right. what you feel like God told you to do, mm-hmm. you, you preach the Bible. And I remember, mm-hmm. I remember again, mm-hmm. in one of the interviews that uh, Billy Graham had, he said, um, he would say he would say to people. He he said, "I'm not saying this. This isn't my opinion. Right. I'm telling you what the Bible says." Ooh. So you go back to he says, "These are the words of Jesus," and so he was like, the, "Very humble." There you go. He was the messenger. It wasn't about him. It was about the message. It was about the gospel. It was about salvation. And so yeah, I think um, like I said, I think he he connected with a lot of people. Whether it was you know high profile, you know again people in government positions or Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And then whether it was just, you know, literally like working class people or like people... Your average who, person, yeah. People who were struggling, maybe, and were looking for some kind of hope, uh, in a, especially in the late 40s, 50s, 60s, when, you know, he was starting out. Do you think after World War II, 
his timing. Oh, sure. It's perfect. Like it was literally sure. the right place, the right the time. The right time, yes. And I believe in that. I believe certain people, whether it's preachers, teachers, you know, mm-hmm. could be, you know, athletes, could be, mm-hmm. you know, other, other, other professions, other careers. I do believe that. I believe in if you, if you look for it, there are people who are at the perfect place in a perfect time. Yes. And so I feel like with Billy Graham, he really did that. And I, and I think another thing with him, this would be my opinion, of course, that, <laughs> that he didn't, he, he didn't come across as condemning or judging. Ooh. Okay. And again, Jordan, you know, sadly, and you know, I've talked about this. Oh yeah. Too many, too many Christians. preachers, yeah. teachers, uh, Christians, sadly come across as, they're they're talking down to people and mm-hmm. it becomes a holier mm-hmm. than thou. Uh, like I'm more righteous than yes, you. Yes. Yes. And I don't think with Billy Graham, I don't I don't think he had that. I don't think I think he tried to still, like you said, stay humble. Yeah. And again, I'm staying in my lane, I'm preaching the word, I'm preaching salvation. Right. And uh, I you know, I, I know there was a couple things in his ministry, you know, way back in the day, I think one controversial thing was because he was kind of old school, he Occasionally, was quoted as saying that the woman, you know, in, in terms of, in oh, terms no. of being, yeah, in terms of oh. you know, being married, the woman, you know, can't, you know, or should, you know, stay home and raise the kids, and you know, obviously now in 2020, I mean, that's that's different. And in fact, in oh, fact, in, you know, get, getting personal now, uh, <laughs> right, right. my, you know, in our family, you know, yeah. I was the one, I was a stay at home parent yeah. for many years Yeah, mom was and, the, and mom, yeah. you know, was, she was the, the career, you know, uh, person of the family. And so, so again, and there are three daughters in our family and we have three daughters. And so to view her, you know, obviously as a role model to be able to work or to stay yeah, home because like then she, in summers yeah. as, as she was a teacher in the summers then she would stay home. Yeah. With the three of you, and then I was out, you know, teaching. And she's tennis. been very involved in yes. the ministry. Yes, and she's she's been involved in, in yeah. ministry in the churches we've been at. So I think that was one of little blips on his ministry. And another thing I remember was, um, I think again back in the forties and fifties, segregation. There was in, oh. in some of his services, he had there was a bit of a segregation, and the, but he realized over a few years that that wasn't going to fly. That's not what Jesus is about. Oh, That's uh, not no, what the Bible absolutely. is about. No. So. Then he had to incorporate, hey, we are, we are, we accept we are everyone. We're all in this together. Yes, anyone can sit anywhere. So, um, so he Jesus was. Di- Jesus died for all of he, us. He died on the cross for everyone. That's right. right. And so, uh, and so, but uh, other than that, I think for the most part, he, there wasn't a lot of scandals in his ministry. There wasn't a lot of drama in his mm-hmm. ministry. He was very passionate about what he did. I wish more colleges would teach that because yes. I went to a Christian college. Yes. And I don't remember hearing about Billy Graham. Well, I knew like he was like kind of like a oh almost like a celebrity, but okay. it was never like if you're gonna witness to people, be loving, be kind, yeah. be merciful, be humble. It was like this is the way, and if you don't <laughs> get with our way, something's wrong with you, and you're okay. not gonna make it. Okay. And I just remember there was that judgmental mm. attitude. About it, and I'm like, no, that's that's not what I'm about. And hopefully, people out there, I, if if you think I've ever judged you, I am so sorry. That's not <laughs> what we're about. Me. Right. No, 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 right. no. We're very accepting, because uh, you know Jesus is accepting. But yeah, I just I remember just not liking that culture mm-hmm. 
Um, it was very, very it, it was weird culture. But what about you? Same thing. The the two Christian schools. One was in Oklahoma. One was yeah. in Missouri. And uh, same thing. Yeah. I felt like there was a judgmental attitude. Yeah, right. In like... in in, uh, in presenting some of you know mm-hmm. in terms of the rules and regulations. And, and I knew kind of what you just said, that you weren't, you knew something was wrong. That, that, right. That's not what Jesus is about. Right. Same thing. And, um, but again, you know, sadly, that's some denominations, some churches, some, you know, Christian schools, they, that's part of, you know, their training and, yeah. and, you know, they, they have to do what they have to do. And, but, but you and I, again, I think that's interesting. We both kind of had a similar mm-hmm. uh, experience. experience in that. Decades and, apart, years apart. Yes, yes. You're a man, I'm a woman, <laughs> yes. and yet we still experience the same thing. It was similar. It was similar. Um, I think the world needs another Billy Graham for 2020. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, Jordan. <laughs> Mic drop right there. Jordan. Well, I'm just like, I'm hearing about him. I saw him on The Crown, and I'm just seeing what's happening in the world right now. Yes. I feel like the world, I mean, the joke is like each month is just getting worse and worse right now in 2020. And hopefully, if we listen to this, and it's, you know, 2021, 2022, hopefully, mm. this year gets better. I think this decade is going to be really good for us and our family. I hope so. Uh, to our listeners, I hope this decade's really good, too. You know, but I, I think I think we need another Billy Graham. You know, the word, the word as you were saying that, the word that mm-hmm. I was getting was joy. J-O-Y, joy. If, if the world could experience more joy, or if, if that was taught. Yeah. If, if that was taught more from churches, from oh, uh, yeah. Bible schools, from uh, you know uh, uh, preachers and teachers, if joy, the joy of salvation, the joy that God has for us, um, that he wants for us, I think that would go very far, especially now in these times. Um, so it's interesting that you said that. So. Yeah. Oh, man. This is a great conversation. Good times. We'll have to do like a part two or something. Part two. Well, we are running out of time. It has been a great pleasure to talk with all of you. Tune into our next podcast and have a good day. Rock and roll.